<clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, somewhat buried by other uh, uh, news uh, stories where a state appellate court upholding a contempt order against former president Donald Trump. Why? Well, for failing to provide documents part of a fraud investigation into the Trump organization's business dealings. Here to discuss the fine attorney, Andrew Lieb, attorney Lieb at law, LiebatLaw.com, practice providing a wide range. Uh, as we all know, of legal services all throughout the metropolitan area. It's great to have you. You know, I got to tell you something. After last night with the Islanders, uh, the defining common denominator, I think, as season's end, is that the Isles can't beat the weak teams. And the last three against the Canadian teams, Vancouver, Montreal, uh, and Ottawa, you could have had six points, but you have two. Um, arguably the biggest the biggest couple of games coming up in the season. If I'm wrong, I hope I am, but I don't see it. I don't see the Isles going to the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah, man, I couldn't agree more about the game last night, and I think it was a fourth-string goalie from the Senators, and the Islanders were shooting. They got shots, which is not a big Islander thing to do, but I think the issue is there's no high-danger shots. They're all perimeter shots. There was one or two plays right in front, and a few jams and wraparounds tried, but really it was a very disappointing game. I will say that Nelson's goal on the power play looked really sharp. That was good when we got to 2-2, and Bo Horvat not scoring on the uh, on the shots at the end when we had the skills competition. So all in all, it was disappointing. I think your synopsis is right. It's about losing to the weak teams. We beat the good teams. We just don't have game day face. Maybe we need a little talking. Maybe maybe we can get someone like I don't know, one of these Super Bowl guys from um, to go into the locker room and maybe Mahomes can pump them up. We need someone to pump them up. They need a little electricity in that Islander locker room. Need something. You got Pittsburgh twice in the Bruins. It's a good measuring stick. Got to beat Pittsburgh. Got to out of the four. You need it. You need at least three points, I think, out of Pittsburgh. Listen, outside looking in, they're only one behind Washington. They got to win game. Got twenty six games left. They haven't shown me anything. I love the Horvat trade, though. Uh, you know, Horvat has provided uh, a little bit of juice. So we'll see what happens over the next week. But a very important couple of games, home and home. I'm hoping away rather with uh, Pittsburgh and then Boston uh, sandwiched in. That is on the road, I believe. So uh, a couple of biggies coming up, my friend. Now, uh, talk to me. Where the former president uh, has to pay a fine here. Uh, and, uh, you know, Letitia James, we know, has been at it a long time, getting after Donald Trump. Uh, for failing to comply with subpoenas issued part of the probe into his financial dealings we all know here. What does it mean? So he's held in contempt. He was held in contempt of court back in April. He was fined until he had to answer some of the requests for the documents in this investigation. Um, that order was lifted, what, in May? And then Trump owing the office now, what, 110000 Is that what it is? Yeah, so he he owes one hundred and ten thousand. It's that two hundred and fifty million dollar case by Tish James, the New York AG, where she's saying, "Hey, Trump people, the organization, which now he says isn't even a thing, but I don't know how he could say it's not a thing." But he says the Trump organization is not a thing. He says Trump organization. This is what Tish says: You inflated your property values when you were trying to get loans, and you deflated your property values when you were paying taxes. There's a fraud here. 
And what really what happened is New York Judge Arthur Engerin, who's the judge in that case, had sanctioned, they had sanctioned the Trump team, this $110,000. Why? Because when you get a subpoena or a discovery request in court, you can't just ignore it. You can't say, I can't find it. And the Trump team was like, oh, we don't have it. Here's a little letter that here's Trump's name on it, but we don't have any of the information you gave. You know, in court, there's full disclosure. You can't not disclose stuff. Clients always go, well, I don't want to give them that. Well, you got to give them that. You can't not disclose stuff. And what you need to do. And this is the lesson that Trump's team didn't do. When you can't find something, you can't just ignore the request of the subpoena, you have to write this document called a Jackson Affidavit. And the Jackson Affidavit explains how you conducted your search and why you couldn't locate it. If you do that, you're copacetic. It's all good. No problem. Instead, Trump's team just ignored Tish James. And when they learned the hard way from this appellate court, which uphold Judge Engerin upheld the decision and said, hey, Arthur Engerin was right. You can't ignore a subpoena. It is contempt. You must give a Jackson affidavit, and that's it in a nutshell. It's a lesson for everyone. Follow the rules of the court. The appellate division, uh, and they shot down this bid to overturn this contempt, this civil contempt order, and fine. And listen, that's you, you hit it. I mean, that's what Engerin said. He determined that Trump... And, and a key word here, folks, is prejudicially, when you think about it, because he violated, based on that, a prior court order to comply with these subpoenas. He didn't do that. Once again, he gets the book thrown at him. Thus, in a fine here. And that's the bottom line here. That's what Engram basically said, right? Yeah, it's not a who's right or who's wrong. It's not an Ingram's on judge on Trump's side or against Trump. Ingram's administering a court. We always say judges don't like to work. That's a good lesson for any litigant. Don't make them work. If you're making a judge work for no reason, they'll work if they're hearing testimony, a trial, but you're annoying the judge when you have to make them order you to respond to discovery. They shouldn't have to do that in the first place with a compel. And then when you ignore their compel, they go ballistic, they go into orbit, and then they start sanctioning everyone. And it would have been so simple. It's 101 in law. You don't have the documents that's requested. Here's your choices. Option A, move for a protective order saying they shouldn't be able to get the documents from you and have the judge rule that you don't have to respond. Option B. Sign a Jackson affidavit of the search you conducted to try and get the documents and demonstrate you don't have it. Trump instead chose option C. I'm just ignoring you all. And that doesn't work in court. Andrew, leave with us. And this is what happens. You know, it, I mean, here's a clear message that was sent. And there are consequences, folks. I don't care who you are. Uh, and that's what it was. That's what Ingram basically said. I don't care who you are. If you're Donald Trump, I don't care. If you're, you're John Doe, you know, it doesn't matter. If you abuse the system and you said it correctly, when extra work is involved, look out. That's what the judge says. You know what? I've had enough. And that's what happened yesterday. Um, have we heard anything from the team of lawyers as far as Trump is concerned? Did they did they say anything based on this yet? I haven't seen it, but I will tell you that these team of lawyers are going to be having to walk very carefully. I don't know if you saw what happened with Jack Smith with the federal investigation recently, but Jack Smith, who's this special counsel that's investigating these Trump documents, he just asked in a sealed motion 
in a different case, he said, we want the crime fraud exception to go on, which says lawyers are participating in crimes or fraud would trump. This is what he's, Jack Smith is saying, and that now there's no longer privilege. You're not acting as a lawyer, acting as a co-conspirator, and you need to give the, spill the beans, spill the beans. So I'm thinking all of Trump's lawyers in his orbit right now are going, oh, shoot, I don't want that to happen to me. I'm keeping my mouth shut. So I think they're getting smacked back left and right. And I would say to you that I think these lawyers aren't going to say much. They could, to your question, with respect to this appellate division case, going back to your question, with $110,000 with Tish James, they could always ask for leave permission to go to New York's highest court, the Court of Appeals, and appeal the appellate division. That's not as of right. That's a, a, a leave, a request. But at the end of the day, it's $110,000. And as you said it, every judge knows don't waste their time. I don't see how they're going to overturn it. I don't know why they appealed in the first place. Just give the Jackson affidavit. It's not rocket science here. And that's what it comes down to. And these courts are already under the gun. As far as the backlog and everything else, when they get this stuff thrown in, that's when a judge says, you know what, I've had enough. Uh, you know, it's interesting here, too. You know, you talk about the AG James here, Letitia James. You know, she filed that quarter-billion-dollar lawsuit against his kids, right? Uh, Eric Udavaga in on it, uh, if I remember. Trump Jr., uh, the family real estate company, and that for staggering the fraud, including, you know, overhauling these assets, company assets, uh, and that for tax benefits, maybe insurance, loan, whatever. Uh, so, you know, that's something that kind of stands out, too, with all this stuff. I think it stands out, and I referenced it before, and I just need to loop back to it. Trump's team goes into court, and they go in their answer, and they write, hey, there is no Trump organization. What do you mean all these people are doing this? There is no Trump organization. It's just a name. It's a, it's a marketing term we use. And the judge warned him, and the judge said, you have a chance to write a new answer. Go write a new answer, because otherwise there's going to be all sorts of sanctions here. Don't tell me that you weren't the president of this organization, that you weren't in charge, when with this public statements that you're in charge. So Trump is playing gamesmanship. That's his whole thing, gamesmanship. And it works really well politically. It's really good politically, and people like it, especially when you own the libs. That's good stuff. But when you do it in court, the judge is just hearing, you're wasting my time. And I think they're getting to the end of the road in so many different ways in wasting judges' time. Fortunately, as you mentioned, the kids, Yvonne, uh, she's not saying much. We got Jared, he's quiet. We got Junior, not saying much. It's Trump. He's so He doesn't know how to be quiet in court. He doesn't realize that it's a different game when you play politics, which he's very good at. And when you play in the judicial system, this he has to take seriously. And I'm telling you, Tish James is going to shut down these organizations. She's coming after them. they got all sorts of problems. You can't tell people, hey, we need loans. We have so much money. It's all worth so much. Give us great deals. Don't make us pay. And then go to the government and say, we got nothing. We don't have to pay taxes. At the end of the day, that's going to be a disaster for him. No question. And you're talking about wiping out the operation. There's a civil trial on that, folks, that $250 million lawsuit uh, against Trump, uh, three of his kids, the company. That trial is, uh, you know, seeks to kind of end the company's operations uh, in the state. That'll begin, I think, in October. But, you know, very interesting here. And you wonder the effect that this could have on Trump as far as making his reelection run here in the next couple of years.
You know, I tell you, a lot of the legal pressures have been mounting against them. And you wonder uh, how much of that armor has been chipped away from a couple of years ago. That's another factor involved in all this stuff. I'm going to throw out there the opposite. I think that he's emboldened more. He's running harder. He's going political. And his core base... His core base doesn't care about this. They think the government's out to get him. They think it's a conspiracy. They want to go after him. And so here's the problem for the Republicans, and I I feel bad for Republicans. 30% or 100% of the country is going to go with Trump. And because we have a mixed field generally in Republican elections, since Romney Sr. was on a two-party race in the 60s, you have all these people. You got Haley coming out. You're going to have DeSantis. Trump is going to get a percentage, too high of a percentage for all the competitors, and he's going to be the Republican nominee. And why do I feel bad for Republicans? Because centrist Republicans see this criminality you're talking about, all the walls closing in, and they don't want him to be their guy. And so he's not going to get the votes to push him in the central election. I see Trump double-downing from all this stuff, galvanizing his core base, getting the Republican nominee, and then losing in the general. And I think that's terrible for Republicans. We need to have the donors and the people with real political power push him to the side and get someone with a cleaner record, someone out there that doesn't have the baggage that can win a general and go centrist, because you need someone that doesn't appeal to bases, whether it's Democrat or Republican, because most people are somewhere in the middle. That's what we really need for this country. I don't know if I agree with that fully, Andrew. I'll tell you, I think I think his aura has lessened. I think, you know, I'm not a big poll guy, you know that, but, you know, these numbers coming out, DeSantis, in every which way has usurped him. And I think the more people that are throwing their hats in the ring, I'll like yesterday with Nikki Haley, that kind of, you know, and, and listen, I, I, think, I think he wanes somewhat as far as his ability. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't, I don't know. It's certainly not the same as it was when he went down that escalator, I'll tell you that much, uh, in 2015. Things have changed immensely. Uh, so uh, we shall see. I think there's other factors involved besides this kind of stuff with lawsuits and whatnot. Uh, listen, we know the AG is an axe to grind against him. Uh, but I think there's other factors, too. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, final thought, my friend, on anything. Well, I agree with a lot of what you said, but I would like to see DeSantis one-on-one with him and the other people bowing out, because I think the problem is the mixed field on that situation. But really, the best situation, if Trump would just take advice from his lawyers, and this is good advice for everyone, stop making a mockery of the courtroom. That's something you got to not do. you got to realize that there's a decorum. When I go to court, I say to my client, the judge is going to tell I'm stupid, and I'm going to say to the judge, thank you for teaching me how stupid I am. you got to stop telling the judge they're wrong. you got to tell the judge they're right. I always look back to what Howard Stern once said. He always said, and I'm paraphrasing, life is a game. You need to know how to play it, and that's the key to it all. Learn to play the game, Trump. Go. Important. That's good information. It really is. And it's a game. If you play it right, you get a little respect as far as being thrown the other way. So uh, very important stuff. Always a pleasure to have you, my friend. We will uh, keep an eye on those Islanders. And a big week. Two games against the Penguins, one against the Bruins, 26 to go. We shall see. Very interesting stuff in the NHL these days. Good to have you, though. 
Thanks so much for having me. We're happy to hear Ovi's out for a little while. We're sad he's out for the reason he's out, but hopefully without Ovi, the Caps don't collect points. That could be our window. Let's go, Islanders. There you go, Mr. Ovechkin there. Uh, LeeBatLaw.com. You stay well. Look forward to the next time.